and we're not wizards. We are the best. And also, we're not wizards. Enjoy the show. Bye. Wayfarers of the Southern Tigers board game. First impressions review. End results can be wonderful in the board game space. When that last tile or card is placed and you're able to sit back in your chair away from the table and stare in wonder at the unique creation in front of you. In the case of Mega City Oceana, it was a full three-dimensional structure that graced the table that you could almost imagine living in. With the likes of Acropolis and King Domino, your tiles form a unique habitat unlikely to ever be repeated. Often board games become a thing of beauty that tell their own tale. In the case of Wayfarers of the Southern Tigris, you're charting the history of the exploration starting in the 9th century Baghdad and spreading your caravan as far as you have resources. At the end of the game, your unique tableau will tell the tale of your efforts, of your journey. And, well, there's something rather special about that. Wayfarers of the Southern Tigers is a worker placement game and tableau builder with aspects of an engine builder in tow. So this means that you'll be placing meeples or dice in order to collect resources on that particular chosen space. You'll also be purchasing cards to add to your own player area that increase the effects of your dice and help you to score victory points at the end of the game. In the centre of the board, you'll be moving from space to space, gaining resources and the ever so valuable green meeples that act as universal workers that can be placed anywhere on the board where space is allowed. It's easier to look on this in a number of parts as opposed to the whole, as Wayfarers requires the learning of some key concepts before you can truly tackle the gameplay. Firstly, you have two types of workers, meeples that will change ownership over the course of the game, and your own set of dice that you'll be using in your own personal tableau in order to activate effects in your own ever-expanding player board. Unlike Viticulture or Waterdeep where your meeples are returned every round, meeples are played onto cards that sit around the main board and only come into your possession when you claim the card the meeple is sitting on. When you claim the card, you add it to your own tableau joining to your smaller player board on the appropriate side. You'll be wanting to do this as it starts to build an engine for you to increase the number of resources you'll have at your disposal as the round progresses. You'll be using your dice to act as your workers when you place them on the cards, and different numbers will mean different resources based on how you've upgraded your caravan. You might decide to journal instead, which means moving your player piece along the centre board, collecting an additional resource, or even the coveted green meeples. Or pay influence into a guild, which can then be utilised down the line. Buy an inspiration card that will hopefully bring in victory points provided you fulfil the conditions at the end of the game. Upgrade your caravan to make your dice more resourceful. And once you've done all that, well, take a load off, have a rest, and maybe claim some of the rest rewards from villager cards you've bought. Surprisingly, there's no real rounds here, with everyone deciding independently whether they stop and rest or if they continue to play one more action. In order to win... Once a single player has made their way to one of the furthest right spots in the main board, then the various victory points are added up and the winner is the person with the most points. In this case, and especially in this case, 
The end destination isn't the winning point. It's the journey to that point that is the most entertaining part. After looking at the other Compass Point games in the Garp Hill Games catalogue, Wayfarer seems to be travelling towards the more gentle side of the scale. We're looking at a palette here that consists of yellows, blues and greens, with gentleness and subtlety. This is a game that oozes the calmness across the board, with the guilds appearing to slight touch of presence. I personally feel the character cards look a little out of place. I know they're trying to tie themselves back into the art style we are familiar with in respect to the other games in the series, but I'm not convinced they don't detract from the elegance of what is on offer. Iconography is clear and crisp and easy to understand, and you always feel that you've got access to all the information that you need immediately without having to consult the rulebook again. And even if you do, you've done us a solid by having the ever-so-lovely reference sheet on the back of the book. The main things is that this game looks wonderful and enchanting on the table after a few rounds at the ski end game point where everyone has their own tableau created and it's going to draw some interested parties at the local games club. It doesn't as much shout, but whisper gently to come on over and take a look. Due to the modular basis of the cards, no two games are going to end up looking the same. Even though you make sure you have enough space at a larger player counts, as this will devour the free wood as the game progresses. In terms of learning, Wayfarers is like driving a car in terms of learning. The rulebook does a good job with both the explanations and examples of how to play, but I feel it does itself a disservice by not having the three main actions sooner in the rulebook. You get through 13 pages of setup and explanations and cards and you still know I do what you do in a turn. When you do, you realise, oh, I'm only doing one of three things? Then all of a sudden it seems less intimidating and straightforward. You've got all these little mechanics that you've been trying to remember and make sure you're doing, and only because, unlike most games, the choice here is pretty open. Then partway during the game, you'll see it all click into places and you're changing gears, flicking indicators, and automatically checking your mirrors and moving across lanes without a second thought. Yeah, Wayfarers is nothing like learning to drive a car. It's probably closer to learning to drive a camel. Get yourself a good stick, grab some fur, and watch for the bumps and you'll do just fine. Wayfarers is probably just like learning a board game in all honesty. Yeah. yeah. You don't really need to pay attention to that last bit. Easiest thing to do, set it up and dive in. Because the beginning game is pretty much going to be the same across the table, and the only things diversify after a few rounds. It's worth watching a playthrough to see how simple this game can be once you know what you're doing. You need to really give yourself a good hour and a half to two hours to play through. The lack of downtime really helps this game to feel swift and always moving forward. And there's no huge pause as everyone rests all at once. Or you could take your time and enjoy the scenery and let it take up an entire evening. In terms of my final thoughts, well, as someone who hasn't touched a Garp Hill Games product before, I went into this without much of any expectations of the quality and enjoyment of one of their games. Worker placement can be a very tricky genre to get right, as it can end up either as a race for that one good spot, or at its worst, three or four people all playing a solo game on the same huge board. Wayfarers looks daunting and complicated, with the number of icons on the player boards alone you'd be easily be forgiven if you set this up a couple of times before putting it away for a less complicated day. There is a lot going on here, but it's actually not too far away from the likes of Viticulture, where your main worker placement also involves a secondary player board dealing with your own little production line. I'm reminded of Stonemaier's Gem because aesthetically, Wayfarers becomes prettier as the game goes on. 
The additional Vista cards and Night Sky really add a thing of beauty to your table as you play. Though I mentioned above, make sure you play in the big tables, it can take up quite a bit of room. Tableau creation works well, very well together with a dice plate worker placement. It mixed with a caravan mechanic, you never feel like you've got no options when it comes to playing. And while there seems to be a huge number of options in a turn, I applaud the restrictions placed on the player by only allowing them one specific action. It means that downtime for most of the game is never going to run in long slogs as players decide the third and final action. It'll take some time to get used to all the things you can do, and I found that some of the time I was playing catch-up when it came to journaling, as I was always trying to build my own going, expanding tableau. There is a wonderful confidence with Wayfarers, as I feel it was in the hands of another designer, either the guilds or the number of types of cards would have been stripped away in order to make this game more elegant. This is quite clearly a design team who have found their stride, know what kind of game they'd like you to play, and have no embarrassment in showing their, their entire private gaming journal. Yeah, I'm going to have to check out their other games now, aren't I? For goodness sake. Now, any tips? Well, remember to journal. Also remember to upgrade the caravan as soon as you can. Cards are quite easy to come by, but there's nothing worse than having a nice spread and not being able to place the dice because you're lacking a camel. This game design is Shem Phillips and S.J. McDonald. Illustration by Mihaljo Dimitrevsky and graphic design by Shem Phillips. This review is based on the retail version provided to us by the designer and publisher. Not paid for this review, but given a general overview of the gameplay, so not all the medical mechanical aspects of the game may be mentioned. If you'd like to find out more, visit our website, we're not wizards.co.uk or we're not wizards.com. And if you'd like to support more written pieces on the blog and more podcast audio pieces like this, then drop us a Patreonage on Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash we're not wizards. Till the next time. Stay safe, roll sixes, make something awful. Till the next time, goodbye. A wizard is never linked. Nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to.